You're listening to episode 36. Hey there, Business Generals family. Welcome to another super episode of the Business Generals podcast where I feature amazing guests and I ask in-depth questions about their entrepreneurial journey. You know, my belief is that it doesn't matter how your journey in life started. It's not that important because great or small, the important thing is how you finish. So whatever your situation today, I want you to know that you can get your hopes up, that you are good enough to chase your dreams. In today's show, family, I dig into how it all started for our feature guests, how they have built their brand, and I even get into all the juicy details about their big challenges, their growth moments, and all their big breakthroughs. So it's going to be an amazing show. I actually selfishly started this podcast because I love to hear how entrepreneurs did it, and I wanted to ask the questions for myself. So really, I am the number one student. So Get ready for amazing coaching tips, family, to help you maximize your business dreams. Welcome and thank you for joining me here on the Business Generals podcast, where I chat with amazing entrepreneurs five days a week. Davis Mutawa here, your host. Super excited to bring you today's feature guest, Mr. Fabrizio Perone. Fabrizio, are you ready to share your entrepreneurial story? Yeah, of course. Thanks for for uh, for this opportunity of uh, tell of telling our story Fabrizio is the CEO and founder of Bazool which is a media platform that helps you become influential online helping you leverage your areas of expertise through engaging influencers and brand advocates within any social channel so it's a pretty cool brand it's growing globally Really excited to to hear uh, more about the story for Bridger. So welcome to the show. Uh, but before we get stuck into your story, maybe just um, take thirty seconds and tell us uh, who is Fabrizio outside of business. Uh, who is Fabrizio? Uh, yeah, uh, Fabrizio is uh, is a guy that like uh, uh, born in in, uh, in Naples and uh, like uh, thirty three years old uh, and. Uh, uh, really uh, ambitious person, and um, after like the, 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 uh, having studied uh, at at the university in uh, Naples and also in Ireland in Cork, um, and like um, uh, after the degree, uh, uh, I I knew that uh, I want to create my job. And I want to create my own business. And uh, I started like from uh, a completely different industry. So from offline events, basically. Uh, we were with, with my uh, previous startup. We were one of the uh, first in Europe and the first in Italy to have imported and uh, and Amerli Musin here in Italy to do events with companies basically uh, so we did a lot of tour with uh, I don't know alcoholic brands or uh, lifestyle brands and uh, then after that experience we pivoted our our company in a, in a digital PR agency 
and then we sold the company in 2013 and um and then like from that experience came uh, uh came my my um my idea of uh, bazool as a side of business of course i am like really uh, uh i like sports i like football i like gym and most of all i like travel uh i travel a, a lot during my life um i see four out of five continents and uh I really love to discover new culture and see how to open my mind and how to improve myself. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah, that's good, man. Um, <clears throat> thanks for sharing that. How long would you say you've been in full-time business for yourself, Fabrizio? Um, I, like, uh, do you mean the, uh, for, uh, for Bazool or uh, like uh, after my degree? Yeah. After your, after your degree? Uh, I, I took my degree and in 2000. At the end of 2007, so basically it's like nine years. So I, uh, we started like my first business in uh, basically half 2008. Uh, and, uh, and like after five years, uh, four and a half, five year, uh, we sold the company. So in 2013 and in 2013, <clears throat> I started like this, uh, this new, like, uh, in the mid, uh, in the mid 2013, I started this new business. Basically we raise, uh, um, first investment at the end of 2013. Uh, and then we grow in 2014, 15 and, uh, we, uh, we got we got another uh, investment round in 2015 and uh, and now we open in uh, different countries so yeah it's mm -hmm. it's long like okay. nine years wow so before before we get into the story of the, of how everything started um and how you grew the business i wanted to know um, what led you to, you know, after university, why, why, why did you end up um, following the entrepreneurial route rather than, um, I guess, maybe just getting a normal, normal nine to five job? Uh, basically, um, it was like a, a choice that I made probably uh, when I started to do some interviews with big company because uh, I really um, know myself, my ambitious like to 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 like to to be relevant and like to be recognized as uh, as uh, I don't know as a businessman because I I really I am I I I love like to do. Uh, a business idea and like to to make concrete some uh, some idea or a business plan mm, and when I started like doing interviews for such uh, big company as Nestle or others I really realized that is it was not um, uh, enough challenging for me uh, because uh, and and then uh, I, um, I, I remember probably one of the moments where, where I decided, when I take my decision was after a, 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 an interview with Nestle probably because I went to Milan for the first interviews and they said, uh, okay, this is the first of six interviews 
if you will be selected, you will got a six month uh, stage uh, at like uh, maybe 500 or six or 600 euro. And then you have uh, on average the 60% or, or being, uh, or like, or, 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 or of, of, uh, of a possibility to keep your job uh, being, uh, and, and uh, basically <clears throat> I thought, okay, I have to come here six times, pay, I don't know, six flights, six nights in, uh, in order to, to do six interview. Then I have to do a stage at 600 euro a month that is not enough to pay a rent in Milan or something, or like my, my life. Then I have 60% to, to like to keep my job. And like the highest level that I want to, that I could reach in this company could be, I don't know, uh, probably to become a manager in uh, in uh, in twenty or thirty year and uh, I don't know have a a, a manager salary that uh, that was not enough for my uh, ambition basically. So I really see okay if I have uh, I really prefer like to do it by myself and like to to like to risk everything. But if I if I am good. I want to succeed uh, like uh, to at uh, at another uh, level basically. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. So so you've gone there um and and I want to talk about Bazul but just give me a quick snapshot of the first business that you went into after you made that decision um and how did that sort of come about but in a in a kind of in a quick way if you can uh, okay so basically um during my experience in um, in ireland i saw lots of uh, things that could be interesting like to bring in italy because basically doing uh, innovation marketing in italy is probably or like in europe in general is not really difficult it's basically you should look to the United States, see wh- what's going on, and like uh, take like to bring uh, in your own country. So um, we see this uh, this business with these uh, Amer Limousine uh, events. So for tour for companies uh, events. Uh, uh, so we we saw a big opportunity there. And so um, it was really, really difficult like to import this kind of car in Italy because it was the first in Italy uh, and lots of reg- regulation in terms of uh, um, to, to be, uh, to get the, uh, the, the, to get the car uh, as like the the the, the um, uh, homologate to like to 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 be driven in Italy, and so we started with this business doing lots of event for a couple of years. Then we try like to import another format that was more uh, close to the online industry that was the viral marketing that was in that year probably two thousand two thousand nine. Uh, lots of people uh, start start talking about viral marketing, viral videos, and so on. And so we started doing different projects on 
on that. But then we realized that brands were more interested like to the seeding of that content respect to the content itself. And so we basically decided like to move from the creativity of the video that we did for like uh, with some partners, of course, because we, we were not video maker, basically. Uh, we be focused on on the seeding of this content. So we create our like our networks or, of uh, of blogger that we contacted in a manual way and say, okay, do you want to share this video? Blah blah. blah. And, and then we started doing uh, performance campaign of, of this kind of um, uh, things and like being probably one of the first digital PR agency in Italy. And uh, basically, the things went very well for a couple of years. Then we start having lots of competition from big company uh, came from uh, I don't know other countries or uh, from United States that basically were offering the same services as we were, but of course with big name and like big structure, we were a small agency of five, six, seven people basically. Um, so I start like thinking like to add a technology layer to this kind of uh, company. Uh, then I had the opportunity to sell the company to a, to a public company, so I did it. And I start like I don't know thinking of how I could improve and uh, and uh, and and um, and uh, and automate that. Uh, that model and from from that experience came the the Basul idea then I met Gennaro that was my actual co-founder and CTO and uh, that was the missing part probably from my idea and the reality someone that could really um, uh, develop the algorithm and the platform how, how, how was the um, the exit for you from the PR agency was that a, a good exit do you feel like you you guys um, did did well. Was good, yeah. Of course, yeah. It was good. Of course, it was not a billion exit or a million exit, but uh, but it was good. Like for 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 a twenty eight years old guy, uh, yeah. Basically, it was good, yeah. And it helped you set up yourself to invest in the new concept for Bazool. Basically, the idea came from. Uh, having seen all the problems that you have in terms of doing this kind of campaign um, in a manual way, so uh, how much this kind of business is human intensive if you have to contact every blogger, every influencer in a manual way, and how much is manual, all the reporting, all the stuff keeping all the data, selecting the influencers. So basically, um, now you have like three kind of problems, like selecting the right influencer. And if you do manually, you still be focused basically on just on celebrities because you know probably just them or it's easier to contact, I don't know, 10 celebrities respect to probably 100 or 200 niche influencer. But of course, you will be less effective and, and, and less genuine doing, I don't know, a celebrity that is like a sponsored or, or, or something like that. 
then you have the problem of managing this campaign so managing all the user all like uh, ne- like to negotiate with them call them assure that they have uh, did uh, their their job in a, in a good way and blah 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 and third is like track all the results so basically the idea was to uh, to create an efficient way and a technology that could keep all these things to, together, so from the influencer analytics to the campaign management and real-time reporting. Mm-hmm. So, so why, uh, if we step it back a little bit, why would I want to go and engage with a celebrity status online? Um, what's the benefit of that? What's the model behind that? Basically, brands uh, know that um, what is important nowadays is not how they talk about their product, but how people is talking about their product. So basically, they know that conversation, sentiment is a new KPI that they should took under control. And uh, as they saw, they have lots of, I don't know, monitoring platform that help them to, to see their positioning, but they don't have a real push uh, tool, basically, also to, I don't know, to improve uh, in, a, in, a, in a media, with a media-oriented model, this kind of conversation. So, basically, they're, like, the digital PR slash influencer marketing or slash, I don't know, blogger activation was born from that reason. So create positive conversation about brand involving, I don't know, influential people in uh, experience with the brand and involving them in a genuine way to create, of course, like, I don't know, a positive audience, positive comments and blah, blah. And so oh, this was like the, the main needs of the, of, of brands doing this kind of uh, activation. Mm. Now, how did you know um, and walk through that process of getting started and, and understand that, you know, if you persevered, this would work? What are some of the things you were doing and what gave you that belief that you were onto something good? Uh, um, basically, uh, you know, like uh, lots of, of uh, data claims that, of course, word of mouth is the most efficient way to communicate your product. So uh, more than 80% of uh, users trust the review online and uh, more than 50% of all the purchasing decision um, has been taken after uh, an online review consultation. And, and so this is probably the main reason has the brand know that uh, the, these kind of things are important like to, to, uh, like to push uh, in terms of how we evaluate a, a, a campaign you can have different KPI so it could be I don't know number like the reach so how many people you reached or uh, how much engagement you have or how much the is or how much is the uh, virality of the campaign or um, how much is the uh, so how is the sentiment who who was involved which is the quality of the content uh, uh, or how much uh, how much um, uh, or 
or how many people came like to your website after having seen this content or how many views your video had like through this campaign so it's basically lots of uh, it's 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 basically a media oriented business model so we evaluate this kind of campaign with media kpis okay how did you um find your first paying client uh my first client in italy uh basically was ferrero was such a big client we got uh they got the meeting with them uh probably uh the the first day that we released the a new version of the platform so we were in a pre-sales something like, that we have something a, a stealth beta version so i went there in a meeting and i explained all the all like all the concept then I go through the platform. Things was that never was working. But of course, like they understood that, of course, it was like the day of the launch and like, I don't know, we were a young startup and blah, blah. They loved the concept. And it was, this was really surprised for me. But after a couple of weeks, they called me and say, okay, I want to make a pilot. And so we started and uh, the, the pilot was really successful and uh, they are still and uh, they are still clients basically they are still our customers give me a give me a recent example of what you've done for Ferrero that's really been exciting that's kept them with you guys give me an example of how you've structured it and what happened uh, basically was the uh, efficiency of the investment uh, because they realized that thanks to our technology also with a small budget big returns in terms of reach on social media virality engagement quality contents because we we were able to go beyond the celebrities that want to be paid, I don't know, thousands of euros and find real people, thanks to our technology, that are really, really um, uh, fitting with, uh, with their, uh, I, I don't know, mission and vision and really happy like to do ambassador for Ferrero. So generate a great engagement, really genuine. So 100% on the product and not on themselves. Can, can you, can you share with me one example of the campaign just to give us a perspective? Uh, yeah, basically for, uh, uh, like the first campaign was about the launch of a new product of a new, uh, tronky basically uh, so basically uh, we send the product to, to this 100 influencer and they create a post on Facebook, Instagram uh, and blogs uh, like to, to, to announce to the public this new this new uh, this new tronky was on the market, and they do really creative picture. They make the creative pictures themselves, or do you supply those to the, to the guy? No, 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 no. They make the the creative picture themselves with the product. So, what's the product called again? What is that product? I've never heard of that. What is it? Tronky. Is that like a chocolate or what? Yeah, it's a chocolate. Product. And uh, so basically, it was a new taste of the tronky. So basically, you have one red, one white, and one green. That was like the colors of the Italian flag. And in that period, there were like the 
the the World Cup, and so they asked basically to do a picture, a creative picture with some Italian symbol, and uh, be linked also to the World Cup, and uh, of course with these three tastes that formed the Italian flag. And so the campaign was really, really a success in terms of engagement, virality. They started like from probably 100 influencers. And at the end of the campaign, we have more than 2,000 users that have published content about that. So getting inspired by this kind of content and creates content on a viral tale, basically. And, and what do the influencers get in return? Uh, basically, uh, in that, uh, like, um, two kind of thing. So, uh, being the opportunity, of course, like to try the product first. Uh, and secondly, uh, we have a wider gamification system in which they are involved in terms of, uh, um, ranking badge and, uh, that uh, give them a, 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 a positioning like to being, I don't know, chosen by other brands. On your platform? Yeah. And also credits that they can convert into Amazon gift cards. So it's a wider rewarding basically on, I don't know, personal branding, uh, credits, and, uh, and, uh, and uh, opportunity for, for a brand experience. Okay, so it's a real genuine feedback from these people. Like, if they don't like the product, are they going to give a negative feedback or not? Uh, basically, it's more likely that they didn't accept the, the campaign, the campaign at all. Okay, they just won't go ahead with the campaign rather than publishing a negative feedback. Okay, so you kind of eliminate that side of thing. That's really good. I'm really, really, really enjoying this. Um, how did, what was your growth strategy at the beginning there? And has that changed now? Uh, f- uh, two years ago, I guess our growth strategy didn't exist. The biggest number of clients uh, I can, I remember from Naples, I was living in Naples. I, I am still living in Naples. At, uh, uh, even if I'm, I, I'm staying, I, I'm staying in Naples maybe one or one or two days a week. Uh, but in that period, I, I remember that I uh, had more than 50 meetings a month in, in Milan, living in Naples. Now our content strategy is the, our growth strategy is of course like uh, we just opened it in the UK six months ago and it's going very well. And now we are opening in uh, France and Russia thanks to a new investment of a, of a real, uh, of, a, of, a, of a huge uh, Russian VC. Uh, and, um, and then uh, we will open also in Spain. Uh, and uh, by the end of next year, uh, we will be looking for a Series A to open in the US and in South America. Okay, so in the UK, how are you growing your brand? Just uh, are you advertising through social media, or how are you? What are you doing? Is of course being a marketplace is a is a two side. 
So basically, we are creating a, a influencer community that use our technology, our platform to get a- analytics on their activity and to grow in terms of personal branding. On the other side, we we have of course people on the ground to talk with uh, I don't know the 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 the, the top spender, top brands as I don't know Hilton, Mastercard, Audi, Volvo, Unilever that are that are um, our clients, we are doing PR, uh, of course, PR activity. We have been selected now by Unilever as one of the best 12 ad tech startup worldwide. We have been selected. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. By Intel and SAP as one of the best, uh, European ICT and big data startup for our technology. And, uh, uh, of course, we are participating to event also to 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 like to get aware the advertising world of this new kind because influencer marketing is like now is now is becoming a breakout. Uh, but is lots of brands want to do it, but really they know still very little about that on how to do that. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. So especially the big brands, well-known, they want to do it right. They're very conservative. But if we talk about like a Volvo, right, uh, which is a car manufacturer, how I'm just trying to think, how does that apply? How does it translate? Do you find like, you know, car geeks or who, who, which are the influences and how would a, a campaign work in a nutshell? Just keep briefly. Yeah, it depends. Like could be, uh, for example, uh, I can... I can make you some example also with Ford that is one of uh, one of our main clients. So we do lots of campaign that could be for for example that that could go from branding campaign so for example new model of Ford so they want to create buzz and conversation online about new product or, or like new 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 car or new functionalities Basically, if they have a new, I don't know, music uh, uh, tool that, uh, for, for example, one year ago we, we did a campaign for like this uh, function that is able to integrate with your Spotify, basically. So they want to get like known to all the targets that is close to the music and something like that. And tech that if you buy a new Ford, you can have these tools. Uh, or they do lots of campaign also vertical on social. Um, they they go and sponsored uh, TV shows as MasterChef, for example, and they want to create conversation on Twitter during MasterChef campaign on what's going on in terms of Ford Social Restaurant that was their sponsorship. So, or they use us as an alternative of Facebook advertising. So they have a Facebook post and they want to spread in an organic way. So they want to mix the Facebook advertising with the opportunity of that their post could be shared by an influencer of their niche. Interesting. Yeah, that's really good. Um, And I I would love to dig more into this, but I want to pivot just a little bit as we start to maybe uh, wrap up on on this show, um, would you say there was a, a big breakthrough moment in your business over the last couple of years or has it just been slowly compounding and growing steadily? Our, uh, our growth was huge 
uh, we started at, at the end of 2014 basically uh, we had like first like 2014 revenue was like less of 200k 215 revenue was 1.2 million and this year will be 3 million wow congratulations thank you and uh, we we moved like from uh, four people to 10 people then to 20 people and in the last last six months we got uh, we moved from 20 to 45 people so really uh, really huge growth what was the reason for that do you think the main reason we had the need like to get structured because of course when you starting having you know, 200 300 clients and like you have you know, 3 million revenues uh, you need uh, I don't know uh, in, in all the department like to grow in terms of no I mean the revenue why do you think you grew so quickly in terms of your, your, your sales and- uh, because uh, because uh, probably because the the product is good and, and like uh, brands are continuing to invest so basically the 82% of our customer is repeating the campaign within six months and uh, clients are investing up to uh, 250k a year and uh, then we also launch our self-service platform for the small and medium enterprise so of course and this huge growth would need to be followed by a structure uh, and of course before we were you know 10 so everyone is is, uh, is was trying to do uh, I don't know, to cover five or six roles together and then of course you move from the moment when you say we are a startup so we don't need any any rules so we want to be fast then you start talking, okay, we are, we, we are becoming a jungle, so we need some rule, we need some structure. And so we, we passed this, this stage now, and so now we are, we are, uh, we are creating our like, structure, we, we hire some kind of role that probably was, uh, um, I would think I never... I never hired like I don't know an internal HR person because of course when we are a few you th- you think okay but like who, who needs a person that is doing HR uh, every day but when you grow you understand this kind of thing very good very good hey um, I've got a couple of quick questions um, and then we'll we'll finish it up and then I'll ask you a final question so um, I want to understand some of the philosophies and, and the processes that you govern your life through um, and, and how you work. So give me a, a quick look into how a day in your life uh, looked when you just started your business. I know you said you traveled a lot versus how it looks now. I am, I am trying like to divide myself like from different functions. So my, my main duty now are uh, helping my UK structure uh, with clients and with uh, higher level contact. So, of course, it, it really depends where I am. Because in Naples, uh, when I am in Naples, I try like to be more dedicated to, like, to the product because I really go inside on, like, on the product uh, decision. 
Okay, but um, let me stop you. So what would the structure of your day look like right now? Like, are you in the office? Are you at home? Are you on the road a lot? Yeah, so basically I'll, I, am, I am often uh, in, our, or in, in some of our office. So basically yesterday I was in our office in Milan. Today I am in our office in Naples. Next week I'll be in our office in London. And of course it changed a lot uh, in in the different city because in London, for, for example, I'll be probably 90% out for meetings. When I am in Naples, I am 100% in office and I stay with, I don't know, with, with the operation, with the product. There is only one one uh, one point that is always follow me that I am always on the phone or always in a meeting or something like that. But uh, yeah, I think that this this is the main difference. But basically, uh, if I if I should explain in task, I am I- no, that's all right. Um, that's okay because um, of because of time uh, what about mentors do you do you invest in mentors and if so why in a, in a quick sentence um, i think i think we we got lots of mentorship from our from our investors so i try to choose like smart money and have uh, mentorship from from our shareholders great that's good um what about books do you uh, read much, and uh, if you do, what would you say were the two great reads uh, in terms of books for entrepreneurs? Um, uh, one is um, Lean Startup Method uh, that really teach me a lot in terms of how to how to f- face the first step of a startup. Um, and second, uh, uh, I I really uh, uh, be focused more more on like technical article, uh, like to be always updated more than books. Uh, yeah, if I have to see, yeah. That's great. Um, now, what's the best way for people to connect with you? And for 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 small startups, how can they you know? Uh, what's the best way for them to reach out and find out exactly how they can participate in some of the good stuff that you guys are doing? Uh, basically, um, like to, to, to get in touch with, with me, just like uh, the, probably the best thing is, uh, is to call me <laughs> and, uh, because I am being, being like often out of office or something like that, I am not always uh, to able to answer to the email in a, in a, in a, in a short time. And uh, of course, like to get in touch with us, uh, just go like to uh, www.bazool.com. So B U Z O L E. And or write us an email at info at basul dot com, and to or like if you if you want to apply as a brand, so as an advertiser, you can go to brands dot dot com, and like ask for a live demo and learn everything about our amazing product. Fantastic. Um, 
before I ask you my last question, uh, Fabrizio, it's been amazing just to have you on the show and, uh, you know, really grateful. Just want to acknowledge for all the work that you guys are doing, uh, you know, in the marketplace out there, helping change people's lives from a brand perspective and helping change uh, influencers' lives as they can build their personal sort of influence online and grow their businesses that way. Um, so, so appreciate you and appreciate your time coming here on this show. I know you, you guys are flat out traveling around the around the globe so so really thankful for sharing your wisdom with the business owners community here today um now for the last question uh, fabrizio when all is said and done um do you think about legacy and if you do what kind of legacy do you want to leave and be remembered for and tell us why i guess it could appear probably not really innovative as like uh, as a legacy but i think that the most important thing to run your own business is to never give up because uh, I, I always say 100 no and one yes, it means yes. So uh, basically, and you have to be prepared like to get 100 no probably uh, before having one, one like positive answer. That's great. So, so you, you want to leave that, um, live that out and say, Hey, uh, I persevered, I never gave up and, um, and have a look at um, the yeses that eventually came through and, the, and that was um, an amazing result. So I appreciate that. Thanks for sharing that. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for hanging out with me and Fabrizio today. Hope you had as much fun as I did and I hope you got your hopes up that you are good enough to chase your dreams. Remember to head on over to businessgenerals.com for all the show notes. Type in Fabrizio, that's F-A-B-R-I-Z-I-O. And all the show notes will come up with everything we talked about. That's businessgenerals.com. And to connect with Fabrizio, you know, jump onto bazool.com or send him an email at info at bazool.com. Um, and we'll, we'll link that up in the show notes. Fabrizio, thank you very much. I'm so grateful that you came on the Business Generals podcast today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, very grateful. You are a true business general. Thank you. Hey, what's up, Business Journals family? Thank you for joining me and for listening to the Business Journals podcast. Connect with me at Davis Mutabwa. That's D-A-V-I-S-M-U-T-A-B-W-A. Connect with me on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and you can certainly find me at our podcast blog, businessjournals.com. And while you're there, remember to access all the show notes, a ton of free resources, killer training, and so much more. Love you guys. Thank you for joining me. Ciao.